Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Cantina Mekis podcast. My name is John Jagu. Glad you're with us this evening uh, here live on the YouTube, as we are every Thursday night, or try to be every Thursday night. Uh, I have a couple of uh, of Ligia games to talk about. Uh, the first leg of the semifinals between uh, Tigres and America. Uh, 1-0 victory for Tigres last night, and then tonight, uh, Monterrey gets a victory by the same score. 1-0 over Monarcas, uh, two, uh, two away goals, two away wins for the teams from Monterrey, or Monterrey for you uh, folks that don't speak it to Spanish. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what's going to happen tomorrow with the World Cup draw. We might even get in a little MLS talk as well. Hopefully we will. But uh, glad to have everybody with us tonight. Uh, of course, uh, we, I don't do the show by myself. And um uh, right now, for now, we have uh, Joel Aceves joining us out in South Los Angeles. Joel, how are you? Doing good, John. Eagerly awaiting the World Cup draw. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's always nerve wracking. But I got to tell you, Joel, uh, as 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 nerve wracking as it is, uh, the fact that Mexico is is in a, is in pot two, deservedly so, uh, as far as I'm concerned. It uh, it certainly takes a lot of the uh, anxiety out of it because of the fact that. Um, yeah, the, the way that the draws were done in the past, Mexico could uh, uh, in, inevitably, just because of who they were and where they played, uh, that the chances of them being in, in, in one of the groups of death, a very strong uh, group where we're always uh, higher than others. Uh, they've, they've gotten lucky in the past World Cups uh, where they, they haven't, that hasn't necessarily been the case. But uh, they, they haven't been in, in groups that are easy by any stretch of the imagination. But, but I think that uh, the positioning they have tomorrow, uh, depending on what happens with some of the teams in, in pot three and pot four, uh, Mexico could have either a, a, a very workable group or they could have a, 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 a group uh, if they do get stuck with, uh, with, with tough teams from three and four where it could be very difficult for Mexico to advance. Hopefully that won't. That won't be the case, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And uh, we're thinking very seriously about uh, doing a, a red eye uh, version of the podcast tomorrow morning during the World Cup draw. We'll keep you all posted if we decide to do that uh, tomorrow morning live again on the uh, Katina Mekis channel on YouTube. Hoy, let's jump right into it. Uh, the Liguilla, the semifinals, uh, two games that uh, were, were, in my opinion, very, very different as far as how the uh, team, uh, especially how the home teams approached it. Uh, America goes down 1-0 to, uh, to uh, Tigres of the Universidad Autónoma de Nuevo León. Yeah, it was very uh, unfortunate for them. I don't. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. It was. It was a rough call. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, because they had they had done a good job of uh, you know defending against Tigres attackers who you know just keeping them at bay, and then. Uh, to let a goal in from a ref mistake is just pretty brutal. It is. It was. Uh, it was a brutal way to lose the game. There's no question. And 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 and, and you know, it was. Uh, it was uh, Exhibit A as to why it's so important to have. If you have the ability to have the the, the, the video review uh, now, the, the, the oh, thing the... that I don't like about video review is sometimes it just takes too long. Yeah. And I I would say um, you know the minute the minute the referee is in communication with. With the video review folks, you, you start a 30 second clock. And if y'all can't figure it out in 30 seconds, then whatever you, whatever you call on the field stands. Period. Yeah, end of story. 
Yeah, and John, we talked about uh, we were we were talking about in the previous podcast uh, which which delantero was going to wake up, you know, right? Because you know, and and we had it between Guignac and Peralta, but it was the ref. It was the well, ref who defined you know, it. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the ref a little bit here because, uh, <laughs> and and the reason I say that is be and and again, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think that it was it was it was. From the ref's point of view, I don't necessarily think it was a bad call because the ref, you know, he sees a ball that that goes into the body of the America defender, right? And you know, if it would have only hit the head, then the ball would have hit the head and gone out the tiro esquina, you know, no big deal. But it didn't. It kind of juggled where the head and the hand met. Now it did hit the head first, and then hits the hand. And, you know, the, the ref was blinded by that, so he didn't see that. So he, you know, instinctively says, oh, that's a handball because his hand is in an unnatural position. That's a penalty. I don't disagree with you, Juan. I do not and, disagree with you. And you have that third, that third, uh, but, that but third the, arbitro. But uh, Banderado was also, was also blocked as well. It was also blocked as well. <laughs> because, I mean, the play was happening on the opposite end of the field. Now, again, I'm, uh, I, I, I do – you know, it was it was it was it was it was an unnatural position. I don't I don't think it was a penalty at all. Don't get me wrong, but I, but I can certainly understand why the referee would 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 go to the whistle there. Now, the thing that that disappointed me yesterday in the game is that despite the fact that you know for 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 America to think that they have to go through by 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 playing defensively as as much as they did at home is one thing. I understand that, and like you said, you know they. I don't, you know, it's hard for me to say that they were doing well because it seemed like they were barely hanging on. I mean, making just the absolute, you know, plays at the absolute last possible minute, and that was never going to be sustained. And you know, what I saw was a team that was flat. I saw a team that was tied. You know, they weren't hustling to the ball. They had their own opportunities to to, to generate plays, but their passes were so loose and, and just it was so uh, disjointed. They just they just did not look like a, a team that was together. They they had a very Rough, uh, rough go of it, I think, and, 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 and just barely hanging on defensively. Now, it's one thing to play defensively and say, Hey guys, you know, we're going to, you know, you know, stand firm on the pitch and you guys aren't going to score against us. We may, you know, we may not score, but we know you're not going to score. And I don't think America was like that at all. You know, I, I saw an America that was, that was, that was just clinging, you know, with, with hope that they were going to get to zero zero. And then, of course, the penalty happens and, uh, you know, Deaconess kind of lays off a little bit too. You know, they don't take n- uh, nearly as many risks as as they were taking in the in the, in the first half. So I just it just makes me sad that a team like America thinks that. Uh, and it's what we talked about again last week, Hoa, that, that 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 home goals are are essentially worthless in in a, in a, in a two legged tie where the away goal rule is, is is the tiebreaker. Which, which to me, just take, takes all the incentive out of, of 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 having home field advantage. I don't, uh, I don't quite understand that. But uh, we do have someone else that has uh, that 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 has joined our podcast. Someone that I haven't spoken to in a while, and that is Daniel Preciado joins us from Escondido, California. Daniel, happy to have you with us. Happy to be here. Our thanks for you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy and 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 uh, and and. Well, I guess I can't say Merry Christmas yet because it's not technically December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I oh, happy issues. Thanksgiving. I um, with hope you enjoyed your your vacation. Uh, we it was lovely. Here. I'm not gonna lie. It was lovely. 
Missed you here at the cantina. Well, I was I was in the uh, in the sucursal down south. I gotta say, I I, I somewhat disagree with uh, with your take on, on on America's performance. Okay. Um, I, I I actually think uh, they didn't look as dire. I mean, as granted, I think their their passing in the final third was really really off. It was very bad. Um, but they still generated some halfway decent chances. I thought. Uh, and <clears throat> I don't think they were ever going to win the possession game. I don't think they have the players. But to, they didn't even to try to... to win the possession. I mean, they, they, they were so loose with their passes. That they, That's they what I'm saying. I string three passes together to save their lives. I think to a large extent, though, I think that was to be expected. I, not not the bad passing, but the the domination of possession. I, I, I was figuring Tigres would. And especially considering how America has been playing, I figured they'd probably be okay with them having possession and just holding tight and then just picking your spots and hoping that they steal a win. Now, that may not be what America fans are used to seeing from, from their team, but I think um, when you're going up a, a team that's more talented, I think that's probably the the pragmatic approach. So I didn't exactly see, and, it, and I think it could have worked out how, all right had that penalty not uh, not been called, but... You know, those are the breaks. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think Tigres scores a goal uh, if that penalty isn't uh, isn't awarded to them? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say how a cha- how a team how a game uh, how a game turns after after a certain call. Um, right. So, yeah, I don't like playing the what if game. I mean, it's clearly the 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 penalty changes the dynamic of the game, um, good or bad, and. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, it, it, it's a call, a blown call by by the ref. You know, but uh, their inability to respond was should be worrisome because now they're they're the, the the game's really really just set up for for Tigas to run away with it now. What? Uh, unfortunately for them, which have... means which means it'll probably be a nail biter because <laughs> exactly this is the yeah, uh... and and Tigres has a has a way of not. They're not exactly known for for stomping on people when they have when, when they should. Yeah, they only stomp on Pumas. You know, that's that, that's the only team that they <laughs> that they decidedly just just crush. Uh. But uh, excuse me for a second. What I was going to say was, uh, I mean, I, you know, I certainly understand the defensive approach. Considering, I mean, America has scored what two goals in the last. It's been a while. Uh, uh, 270 minutes or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three, three or four games total. So, uh, but, but again, I mean, you know, sooner or later, that's, you know, the, the, that is going to, that will, uh, I mean, they, they, it's not like they don't have players to do it. So. I have my, I have my Santos, uh, goggles on clearly, and, and uh, I guess I'm kind of hoping that Darwin and Oribe turn it around uh, if they get the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darwin definitely had his probably his roughest game. Uh, Which is unfortunate because I think he had a pretty decent first half of the season. He was probably having the best season he's had with them. But, right. uh, yeah, he's definitely uh, hit a rough patch. Yeah, it was it was it was a change that I mean he would you know he would make these passes that were just I mean you know guys running down the wings where he's trying to lead them and he's you know kicking it thirty yards past them. I mean it was bad, bad. And, and, yeah, and, and, he, he was never able to hit that yeah. that guy on the left hand side. And, 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 and it wasn't it wasn't just telling me. I mean, I guess I guess that was my point is is, is that they were so imprecise. 
and uh, and, and they, they they just didn't seem to have the and and again I, and we talk about this all the time in the show. I mean, the, the, you can play defensively and and control the game. And I never, I never, at one, only till the very end did I think that uh, that uh, that America ever had control of that game. And I think that you know, in a playing at home uh, in the league, yeah, I think that that's uh, something that I, that I don't necessarily think or have seen America do very often. And uh, it was, uh, you know, for America fans, I would have to, I would have to be, you know, just just a little bit worried that I mean that they're often that that they have to do it just because of the fact that their offense has been uh, non-existent over the past six weeks. So, but now they're obligated, so it should it should. Should be fun. It should be interesting on the second leg because they, they are going to be forced to to take the game to to Tigres, and I just think it does play into Tigres' hands though because they're that desperation. But I don't know. Well, sure. I mean, it, it, it'll. It, I I just I, I these teams from Monterrey, dude. I don't know, man. I wouldn't bet on them. Well. They, uh, you know, you know, I, I can't really. I, I, I know you're ready to 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 cantonize a, a Tuca, but <laughs> I'm of the opinion that he's a somewhat a uh, somewhat underachieved with the, with 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 the wealth of talent that he's got around him. Oh, well, <laughs> he has. I, I heard this. I heard the conversation. Uh, but but, but, but how how do you define underachieving? Uh, because Tuca, since he's been there, has has played in six finals. And then, and then the Coca Champions. Now, does he have to win all of those, or, or is it okay for him to win? You know, to go three and three. I mean, it's not as if they're playing terrible teams. Well, if, if I may, Dan, if I may, please, I, I, please. I think he he would have won. Should have should have uh, Copa Libertadores. And big time. And, yeah, and that's the big one in my opinion. And and the Chivas match was. Completely in their favor, and they just uh, shit the bed right there. They kind of handed the campeonato to to my club, man. Yeah, they gave uh, gave up some easy goals. Now, the Libertadores. I, I mean, I don't necessarily think that that was. I don't think the Tigres were favorites in, in any stretch of the match. Oh come on, that I disagree. River team I disagree. was pretty weak, and I was talking to some of my friends from Buenos Aires, big time River Plate fans. And they were nervous. They were not confident at all. This is the first time I ever seen, you know, because because we always have this image of cocky Argentines, and they just take it as a given that they have the better team. Right. And that was just not the case. And I, I, I was, you know, I was talking with them, and they were telling me how it's like it was just having reached the final. They and the way they expected. played that final, the way they played that final was so disappointing. I mean, they, yeah, they I played yeah. like they didn't belong. They they they, they got punked physically. Um, they didn't they didn't take advantage of of their chances at home. They they well, that was the killer for them was that uh, that they, they played really really poorly at home, and you know the, the intangibles were 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 so on River Plate's favor when they when they went back to the Monumental. So I mean that's why I mean I know yeah yes on paper they they were a much more talented team. Uh, there's there's no question about that, and they had they looked terrible, and especially in that second leg because they they were uh, I don't know if the word is that we, would you say they were they they were intimidated, but they were totally taken out of their game 
by the way that the Argentines uh, played them, which, I mean, I mean, how could you not expect that? I mean, they're always, I mean, that's what they, that's just, that's what happens when, 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 when you play a final against, against South, against South American teams, especially in the Libertadores. I mean, that's. And, and I think the issue also that I have, I guess, with Tigres is that they have essentially one approach to play. There's really no plan B. They're going to, like, at least I don't see them uh, I mean, that, that might be, that might be the case lately, but I mean, you have to remember who Tuka is. I mean, Tuka is the king of the rap. I mean, he was the king of the wait, wait, wait and pounce. And, uh, it, it wouldn't shock me at all if if, if 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 they if they played a little bit like that, you know, defensively and control the game against America, where they just 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 gash them on the counter. Wouldn't shock me at all. I think that's what they should do, um, at least, or like pick their pick their moments where where they want to like right. add, apply some pressure. Yeah. But yeah, Tuca is a I've very just seen that like if if they're able to shut them down or, or if they're able to get a good like an early goal on the team, then. Then they get extremely predictable. Yeah, you know what? Is, is, is one thing I was telling, uh, I was telling Jason, the soccer Mexicana Cruz Azul fan. Marquitos. Um, yes. So, you know, cause, cause you're expecting a more open match with a lot of goals and the regular season match was, was four goals. It was two, two where I felt America was a bit, bit fortunate to come back and tie it, but, but I felt like, like, just the way, um, Piojo is, you know, the type of coach, I, I don't think he would want to lose a final at home. You know, where if you went all out like that against a team like Tigres and you gave them even more space, like they would, they would, they would, um, you know, that they would become even bigger favorites to win that match. And so I, so I felt like just at a stick out that, he he's the type of coach that he would just just not want to lose a big match at home. So I I do think that, and and it's you know also because no les queda otra. But I feel at the Tigres, I do expect America to go a bit more, you know, balls to the wall. In That's that funny. Match. It's too bad Beto. Too bad Beto's <laughs> not on here. Otherwise, he'd be claiming mental midgetry. Um, <laughs> no, no. But 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 I, I but in some ways I would agree because I think he showed signs of that, you know, um, of that fear against that uh, that game against Holland. I mean, that's why I've been not like crying. I, I wasn't devastated when they fired him. I'm like I thought it was unfair, but I, I wasn't totally devastated because I I think he he showed a lack of of, of uh, fortitude in, in that moment where he kind of just like, all right, I'm just going to try to hold on for. 40 minutes and see and I and what you're kind of describing is kind of like the same thing I mean, he, he he doesn't want to embarrass himself and, and and open himself up to a to a true ass whooping indicating yeah, but, at the same time indicating that you're kind of incapable of 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 matching him well, you, well yeah I mean, but I mean if you look at it like that it, it is a bad message but I, I still well, think he, it was the right decision to to to, to to go at it, to go about it. When for Piojo's defense, he just took over that team. He's just, you know, he's just remodeling it to his liking. But I, I just, I just see he's those type of coaches that you, you just want to, you just want to like ultimately create, create your stadium into a fort where, or you know, you don't lose. Especially yeah, that stadium. 
but yeah. they did. No, no, but but see that the way they they lost, like the fans won't won't turn against them. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of on and, some level and if, and if, it or forgive it. Yeah, and if you lose like big time, the fans aren't gonna forget, and they're just gonna be on you. Uh, you know, they're just that's just the way that that team is, that the way that club is, where the, where the fans have come to expect a, a certain level of performance or or just certain results. And and I think he when he was there the last time, he just he managed to get some really big wins at home. So that's that's been a big part of his appeal. So how long do you uh, did you give him there then, Juan? Give him at America? Yeah. Oh, I would say about two years. I think he'll stay as long as he wants. I think he's going to keep the team uh, competitive. I don't see America dropping off significantly anytime soon. Even uh, they may not be the best team uh, year in and year out, but I think they're going to be. I don't. I don't see them not competing. Yeah, they, they're bound to make some big investments because they haven't. And he's and, and Piojo's a good coach, though. At the end of the day, he's 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 an extremely good coach. He's proven that. So he he's not going to allow the team to go into the tank. Yeah, his and first. They're, they're just they, they're still too talented for for that. Yeah, this is his first season back, and he took a team that had been dismantled by like all, all, all the like infighting that was going on between Pepe Romano and and uh, Ricardo Pelayas, and and you know some of the players that they released, like Sambuesa. I know that's one of the players the fans lament that they no longer have. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you know just just the way the team is, and he's like rebuilding it. And I probably do expect America might make a big, at least one big investment to bring in someone. Um, They're going to bring in the guy uh, Castillo from Pumas. The, they're going to take away your goleador, John? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yep. Is that speculation oh. or is there a truth to that? Oh, it's uh, it's it's speculation by me, but I but I but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I don't have like any inside information or anything like that. But that's just that's your gut feeling. Um, but but yep. how much would that command? I mean, like I'm expecting them to to splash about ten to fifteen, you know, to bring in some really like maybe maybe like a seleccionado, you know, or something like that. Not from Mexico, from, huh? From from Peru, from from Paraguay. Somewhere, yeah. At midseason? No, for next. Oh, for but next. See, that's the thing, though. Like, even if they're going, if they were to go for for Castillo, I mean, you have to think that Booms is going to try to really squeeze them hard. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, if if, if well, see, that's. And then that could be a good thing because then you can get like three, four good players with that with, with the sell of that one player. So that's uh, you know that, that that's why there's the problem because, uh, you know you know then 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 also Pumas has to deal with with the parent company when it comes to their rights. So it's uh it's it, it, it's always a mess when it, when it comes to that. 
but yeah, your um, your prediction or your fear from early on seems to be playing out just like you said it would. <sighs> Next year is looking uh, grim. <laughs> you know what, though? It's going to force you to watch these games like religiously, right? You're going to be, I mean... Well, I don't know if I'll be watching. I mean, I'll, I'll be keeping up religiously. I don't know if I will like, but but yeah, it's uh, every game's going to be super important. Yeah, like, yeah. Even now, oh, it's already started. I mean, they have they have to get. Hamas has to get at least a minimum of of of, of twenty points to at least you know you'd be not not being dead last. I mean, at least be within you know a, a handful of points on either side because because uh, if they have another season where they're in the teens, that they're, they're going to be they're going to be in hell for three years. I mean, the good the good thing is that the differences between each team are are small, but but yeah yeah. I, I mean the the little I saw of, of Pumas this year they it, it, oh they were terrible it was terrible uh, it was don't, rough. don't worry John you can always buy Lobos Buap. <laughs> That's true. They're they're there their first division you know and they're university teams we have to beat out uh, Veracruz though if uh, you know uh, bidding war for Veracruz Veracruz is having money problems John <laughs> can't pay players I I, I think uh, yeah, Veracruz Veracruz miraculously. Figures out a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some somehow somebody one of the you know somebody will uh, will 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 come up with uh, with some cash. Did, did you gentlemen see the the announcement they made saying that you know they were sacking Pepe Cardoso? I did not see. Like, it looked like a greetings card. They did this card and say we announced that <laughs> Cardoso is no longer with Veracruz, <laughs> and then they had like a picture of Merry Cardoso Christmas. waving. It, it looked like one of those, like like those family greeting cards that some right. people make. Was he sent was, out? Was he yes, I'll be sending them all very soon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never seen one where they added the coach to the announcement, but almost looked like a meme. Yeah, Veracruz is going to be in problems. So, um, I don't think you got much to worry about, John. I, 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 Veracruz is going to be what Dorados was to Chivas. People forget. But I'm not going to let people forget. Huh? Chivas poisoned Dorados by, by sending no. them their absolute <laughs> worst <scrub> players. <laughs> <laughs> try, and, try and win promotion with these guys. <laughs> they they went for them, John. What are, what are you going to do? Were, there were like six or seven ex Chivas that were playing for Dorados. No, you, you know what? With Dorados, the guy that was there before, I can, and I'm forgetting the guy's name because you know, a coach came in almost at the end of the season, and he turned he turned that team around. But was had he been late? there at the yeah, had he been there at the start, Chivas would have just kerplunked. Was it? Was, was, just, was it? Was it? Uh, yeah. Was it real? No, 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 no. It, it was. I forget the name of the guy. I, I can't remember. But he came in, and he he just got the team winning. But uh, at at the start of the season, they had like five straight defeats, and 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 I remember Almeida couldn't get the job done, and uh, and one of the reasons Chivas wasn't any more danger was because it seemed like Dorados was more determined. To uh, 
to do even worse. Now, the team that uh, was in relegation hell for the past couple of years and uh, were able to uh, crawl out of it had that really – they had a, the, a couple of, uh, of short seasons where they got well, – I think one of them was in single digits. And another one was uh, – I don't think they'd made it to the, to the teen numbers. So they had some really bad years. So they were, they were in, you know, for three years, just in the, in, in, in the middle of it was Monarcas and, and they made semifinals. Uh, they played today against, uh, Monterrey went down, uh, one zero with, uh, just an incredibly, now if the one, if the penalty call yesterday was, 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 was a bad call, which it was, uh, just a, you know, a poorly positioned ref making a, uh, like a reaction decision just because of the way that the ball bounced, you know, the, the this penalty today, I mean, you have to call it, but it was, it was, it was an accident. It was a, look, you know, incidental contact, but I mean, the guy was, you know, he was, he was in, in, in position to score and, uh, they had, I mean, I, I, I thought it was a, it was, it was, it was a, it was a tough penalty to call, but I think it was a clear penalty. I don't think it was a terrible call. I mean, penalties, I mean, depending on, 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 on who you're rooting for, you're going to, you're going to want, want it. You're going to see it a certain way, but yeah, uh, it wasn't nearly as egregious as, as, as yesterday's, uh, call. It was unfortunate too, though. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm really rooting for, uh, Monarcas. Um, they're, uh, they're my team to, that I'm rooting for this Ligia. And, uh, I, you know, they, they play an attractive, uh, brand of football. I, I was, uh, they had, there was moments, um, where they were controlling the the game pretty well, they were creating the better chances. And toward the end of the game, they had a bunch of shots on goal. Except they were all, I mean, not right at him. I mean, the, he had a jump to get him, but 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 the shots were going straight straight to the keeper. And I don't think they they any of them had a, a realistic chance of going in. I mean, it's just bad luck, I guess. You know, it was it was going going right at him, but. I don't know. I still think I still give them a a, a, a slim shot at uh, in Monterrey. Yeah, they, they are the team. Chance. Yeah, well, they are the team that had the best away record. They they made more points playing away on the road. You know, another team home. that had a, a really good away record was was actually uh, America too. So I don't think that they're by any means out of what they're talking Seagulls, but we'll we'll yeah, talk about those, those two games should be more exciting. Uh, the the return legs. Yeah. I mean, really, the first legs are always like uh, they're like in like a it's like, like the a, first round in a big fight. Yeah, or, or just like a, like an appetizer. Then you have to wait like an hour and a half for the for the for the steak to show. <laughs> you know, an hour and a half. That's a long time to well, wait. Well, you know, sometimes you know, sometimes they get it wrong. You know, so you have to wait. To <laughs> kill the cow. <laughs> it's, a busy, it's a busy restaurant. <laughs> No, you want it. You want it. You want it aged perfectly. You know, you want to aged. You know, that that, that perfect. You know, that, that four or five weeks. Anyway. Yeah, if I wait an hour and a half, I'll be full by then on bread rolls and and water. That's uh, that's very true. But uh, now, now, now the difference to me here between uh, the way that the, the, the Monarch, I mean, I mean, I think Monterrey is equally as dangerous, or probably more so right now than than Tigres as far as offensively. But but Morelia understood that that they have to score goals to to win. The, they're not gonna. You know, it's it's not going to be a tense one zero affair up uh, up in the on the Tamarera. So they so they, they they took the initiative. They had some, uh, as Dan pointed out, they they had some relatively decent chances. The goalie made some good saves, and uh, 
you know, again, once once Mom Monterrey got their goal, they were they were they were content to to uh, absorb it. Yeah, and and the pressure's all on Monterrey because this right. is this is they're expected to win. Uh, I think there's pressure. Just, I think there's immense pressure for this team to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know we were talking about Tigres underachieving. I mean, that I mean, everything everything's relative, you know. Yeah, especially uh, after how they lost against Pachuca, that one final. Right. And then they and crash then out the following. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, this team is obligated. I think they're the, they're the ones. I think with the, with with the biggest obligation to to walk away with the title. They've been. Far and away, the best team all season long. Everyone's expecting them to win, um, which is why I think it won't happen. Oh, we I, never whoa. see that. <laughs> oh, no, Dan, no. they're my Same. favorites to win it, Dan. They never do, though, man. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, but they, they have Turco, who's he's very savvy. He's, Turco is, is, you know, he's a smart coach. Well, they're all good coaches, man. The ones that are there right now, I mean, they're all, you know, that's what kind of makes but it the other guys, all, the, the Morelia guy's a newcomer, but he's proving to be a good guy, although, a good coach. Although I, I heard, though, that he was, um, he he learned under, um, under, uh, who was it? Uh, was it Profe Cruz? I don't know, man. He's But he's been in the sidelines but, uh, for like 10 years was, now. We're watching the game, and they were saying that he, um, that I guess that the one team that did handle Monterrey was Puebla, and that they suspect that he's probably you know chumming it up with the with the, with the coach and and well, maybe well, Puebla is Ojitos right now, isn't it? Ojitos, okay, okay, it was, yeah, it was because up. Ojitos was at Morelia. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was, Ojitos it was, was at Morelia. Sorry. Yeah, and and yeah, that was, guy has been at Morelia for a couple a years now. He, just they're man, saying he's that he's the, the only he's guy who wanted the gig. He's a Michoacano to boot, so it's it's the home team. And they're yeah. saying they're talking. They they mentioned on the and I thought it was interesting that like yeah you know like the you know don't don't be surprised if they're if they're able to come up with a good performance you know because you know um, Ojitos was able to to just literally uh, just the one team that was able to to to, to beat Monterrey handily and and maybe he had has some insight into Turco's ways. Yeah, Morelia's kind of unlucky, you know, because they were they were getting some investment from Televisa. Then as soon as Televisa acquired Atlas, they became the redheaded stepchild, and then all of a sudden they kind of forgot about them. Just like you know, push them to the side, and and they've been the team that has been performing better. Well, you know, if you're gonna do that, then just sell the team. <laughs> I'm seriously. I mean, why you should, have a team you if you're just gonna treat it like that? I mean. Uh, you, you need some of those boats, you know, when it comes time for FMF shenanigans. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's not like they have they. I mean, it's not like they've not owned two teams before. I mean, they have, you know, they also own Chiapas for 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 a period too. So they had Chiapas when they had Morelia. So yeah, it's uh, and it's not like you're ever going to win with Atlas. <laughs> I mean, oh, this is very true. I mean. Look, it's hard. It's hard to to argue with history. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, nothing that would tell you that that that's a a way to go about it. It's like, all right, let's just put all our chips in with Atlas because that'll pay off. 
I mean, hasn't Morelia is, even won? Didn't Morelia win a title? Like, I mean, they yeah. beat they we we uh we, we we talked about it last week. They beat uh, Toluca when when Toluca was at the absolute peak of 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 their dominance. They beat him. Yeah, it's weird. Like he won it for like nobody remembers that team, but I'm trying to remember who who do you remember who coached that team? Uh, you know. I'm sorry. I know I'm testing. I think I'm, it was. Like, uh, I th- it may have been Flacotena. I mean, they had a they had a really good team. I mean, I mean they had. A, I think it was. Uh, oh no, that was with 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 Toluca. But uh, I just remember you know, when I'll, they I'll lost the two finals. When they had uh, back when they had uh, Romano, the other Romano. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, I cannot. And, oh, and they I, had. I know what you're talking about. It, they had Bofo and they had the Chileno, um, the Navia. I think it was Rinaldo Navia and they, they made two finals in a row and they lost both of them. They were turning into the Denver Broncos of the. They lost to Toluca, Monterrey and Pumas. According to Wiki. Um, well, they lost, yeah, they lost exactly. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who the coach was here. Wait, we should try to. We should try to like pick our brains. <laughs> I think the magister would have known that. I got other coaches here. here. Uh, all, right, all right. Here we go. We're, what, we're, do you remember what year it was that they won it? It was two thousand. Tomas Boy. No, it wasn't Tomas Boy. No, he was the coach in, in 2011 when 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 Pumas. So there's that's a, Kirarte, was it? Solari. Maybe? It may have been. It may have been Kirarte. In fact, I think it it is Kirarte because I'm watching it right now and it and it, and it is Kirarte. Not not looking at internet. Yes. Yeah, oh, so I'm totally was, cheating. Uh, I see Luis Tena from 2000 to 2001. Oh, it was it was a guy. Another... It was a guy uh, immediately before Tena. That's Tomas Boy, and before him it was Solari. Well, maybe it was Flacotena then. Miguel Angel Russo. He was there a little bit after. After Tena. Wow, oh. I had no idea Turco uh, coached them too. How about that? Turco Mohamed? Antonio Mohamed, yeah. Yeah, me neither, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that Morelia, Morelia is one of the, one of those teams where they've had. Like, I think I think everybody's had a stop at Morelia. It's funny, like if if I were, if you were to ask me, the only guy that I actually remember is um. Uh, no, it was it was it was Flacotena that won it. Okay. Yeah, I just saw the the YouTube. Yeah, so it was it was Flacotena. And your boy was there too. Who's that? Ferretti Tuca. Did he, 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 he coach that Morelia? I'm telling you, I mean, I think, I think everybody has, has that. Oh, uh, man, this, this, this list card. is long, man. This list is long. <laughs> <laughs> of oh. course, Romano was there. Oh, yeah. We know Romano had have been there. Mojitos Mesa has been there a few times. Yeah. Man. I'm so sure. Morelia is sure. like the village bicycle, huh? <laughs> who's, who's, who's the other guy? Is it, uh, Rodrigo everybody. Lara? No, no, Jesus. The, uh, Manuel Arias, I'm sure he was there at one, at one point or another. Sergio Bueno. Darío Franco. 
but the Cabezón Luna, I bet you, has never coached Morelia. And, dude, and they won it on penalties, John. They did. They did win it on penalties. <clears throat> Man. I, I remember watching that, and it was and, – because and, I remember uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the, the season, but I knew that Toluca was really good. And and when I saw Morelia, because I went on the final, I said, Morelia, really? In the final? I was like – Really, her? I mean, it just it was like it was so shocking to see them because that was such a team. The team just would never expect. It's like, you know, seeing Chiapas in the final. I mean, no offense to Morelia fans, but it's just, you know, they are the the very definition of of the also rans. So, did we mention on our yeah. last podcast, uh, uh, Joel, that uh, Morelia always seems to play Puebla every week? It's like it's like these teams always play each other. That, that should, Morelia. Had uh, Tato Noriega. El yeah, Tato he was Noriega. he was really good. He was national yeah. team quality at that back then. Yeah. He uh, I think he had the record for first Mexican to score a hat trick at the at, at, the Libertadores. Uh, at a Libertadores tournament until what was it? Paletas queda. That's right. He did it at the, at the Maracana of all places. <laughs> to the, the help. To help River Plate qualify, I had high hopes for uh, for Pachuca. <laughs> I thought that he, not not when he was young, you know, I, I thought that after the last World Cup, I was thinking, well, what what striker who's going to you know you know you know turn into that that veteran you know late twenties early thirties striker is going to is is, is going to have that 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 late blossoming. And I thought it was going to be him, but he got hurt. He just got hurt too much, and he just he's he's probably like a Tampico Madero or something right now. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that was where he was. Uh, we'll have to look look that one up as well. So, Dan, so you you think Dan that that Morelia then 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 takes the tie? You think that that that, that Monterrey is they are they are primed for an upset? I'm hoping, but no, I don't think. I think uh, I think Rayos will win, but uh, but I think they'll. I just don't think they're going to win the championship. So either now or against uh well if I mean if they have that classical regio final, I mean that's I mean there's it's, also it's looking there's... like a sexy final either way. I mean even if uh Morelia were to make it, I think I don't think people would be too upset about it because they'd still be going up against uh a, a, a one of I the A-listers. Know, a marketable team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think it's already been set on stone though. This will be the very first, you know, Clásico Regio final. Well, if you're a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> it does, the calls are going their way. Their favorite. Hey, these are the two teams yeah. that have been investing the most. They're the They're two teams that, 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 money. that, that asked the league to, to do the 10-8 the, the, the rule. They were the, the biggest proponents of it. And And building new stadiums. They're doing everything. You know, I'm the just, league. I will appease him. Funny you mentioned that, that about the stadium. We, I, I asked the the my 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 Tigres friend that I watched the uh, the second leg of the of the Leon quarterfinal with, and I asked, I said, I said, I said the, the Monterrey Stadium is incredible. He said it's just fantastic. It's a really great stadium. It says just just don't go, go don't go seeing games in August and September. It's miserable, but than, <laughs> it's it, it's really nice. But uh, so I asked him. So you know, I know that it's an arms race in, in Monterrey. When is Tigres going to get theirs? And he said, "Well, they have you know they have a lease. You know they don't own the the 
obviously the Unibre Estadio that's owned by the university. It's the university stadium. Uh, he said that, uh, that that Semex is not really in position to finance the stadium right now. So they, you know, as far as getting a new stadium for for for, for Tigres, it's it's it's, it's going to be, you know, that that's that's not going to happen in the near future. So, um, wait, so Semex I, doesn't want to because I know they could easily afford it. Well, I mean, they may be able to afford it, but they may not have the the, the cash flow necessary. Because I mean, let's face it, you know, when you build a stadium in Mexico, you know, you're not you're not you know you're not passing bond elections like they do in this country. You know, you're not going to make a hotel tax or a car rental tax. So that that, that just it, it, it's not as common in Mexico. I mean, usually those are, fi- are privately financed, and you know, obviously, Semex is a huge cement company, and they do have you know they their their revenues and you know in 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 zeros that I I I don't want to care to count, but they may not have the cash flow to be able to do that kind of stuff or finance that in the near future. I think that you know down the road, I think they'll be able to do it. But um, you know they also have to find the land. I mean there there, there there's so many pieces to it, and uh, and so I asked them. I said so if if uh, the university gets remodeled or, or, or if they demolish and then, you know, and build a new there, I said, would it, would it, would, what are the chances that they would play it? You know, that they would both play in Monterrey. So he said, that wouldn't be a problem at all. He said that uh, they've, they, they've shared stadiums before. So I said, it, it shouldn't be an issue. So I think that, that uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see that happen first while Tigres and the university build a new stadium there, uh, you know, in, in San Nicolas, and then, uh, you know, I'm talking like you know, five or seven years from now, then they'll, they'll have their own, their own place. So, but uh, as far as players, though, I mean, the, uh, I mean, they've always historically have always just just spent gobs of money, both of them, and, uh, and, and at least since I've been watching, uh. You know, in the 21st century, I mean, I've always thought uh, both Monterrey and Tigres were, were were the league's biggest underachieving teams, just because of the fact that they've had such a a huge uh, budget and a huge thirst, uh, you know, to, to to do whatever it takes to bring in you know decent quality players. They just never really had players uh, meld as well. Uh, you know, it just hasn't really paid off for them until Chupeta came in, and then well, you know, Chupeta comes in, and Monterrey has just an unbelievable tear. You know, and that forced Tigres to to up 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 their game too, and now, and now they they both are, you know, as it should be. I mean, Monterrey is is a very rich, it's a very cosmopolitan city. It's uh, you know, they, 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 they should have teams that are representative of of the city in which they live, in, and they absolutely are. And uh, you know, they, they they should be always, uh, you know, especially now in the in, in the modern game. Uh, teams that that, that that should be contenders, and and, and they are. They're, they're not the. I know that Daniel said that that Tigres is underachieving. I mean, the guys made eight finals in six years. I mean, that that, that to me is. I mean, has he won all of them? No, but that that to me is not underachieving at all. In my opinion. Well, that's I your mean, opinion, you, dude. You have to make it to the final. Yeah. You know, um, there's, there's only one I other guess, team that does uh, it. I'm of a different opinion. I mean. Uh, I, I think it's. I'd rather not get to the final than to lose the final. So I, I, I think once you get there, you, you have to win. Um, I mean, has he won some? Yes. I don't think he needs to win all of them, but I think he's lost 
some of the more important ones and I think too many in general. Where you look back and, and just to, I'm sure you'll understand the analogy, but like, uh, it kind of reminds me of the Braves of the 90s. Sure. They made like a gazillion World Series, but they, I think they, 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 they no, walked away with one. And you're right. like, all right, you know, they were a great team. They were, uh, they had like the most amazing pitchers of all time, but they, you, you, you walk away thinking, say, yeah, but they, they, you, you, you look back at their, at that, at that, uh, that team and you think they should have won more. And that's how I kind of feel about the Eagles. They, they just, I just think they should have won more with the amount of finals that they have made. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've not all been the eight finals, they've won are three, afforded, they've lost five. I mean, not all the teams are afforded their budget and, and, and the resources that, that they do have. So it does come with a higher expectation. I don't think I'm of the opinion that there's certain teams like when you're, when you're forking over cash like that, then getting to the final is just not enough. I mean, you have an obligation to win. I mean, they're, 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 they're claiming to have, uh, I mean, arguably, you know, like one of the, one of the, the, right now, like one of the best, uh, foreigners, even though he's had an off season, but like, and they've pumped so much money, so many, so many big names. Almost too many, I think. You know, I, I don't think they needed to bring Edu Vargas in. They certainly didn't, didn't need to bring in, uh, uh, and in Valencia, now, now in Valencia, they ended up scoring, you know, a lot of goals, probably taking goals away from Gignac. But I mean, it, 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 it's, it, it's like, you know, Cream is, it was, was a great super group. So let, let's, let, let's, let, let, let's go ahead and combine Cream and Derek and the Dominoes and let's, let, let's throw, you know, blind faith in for good measure. And it just, it's, uh, it's, it's too much. They, they just, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we heard it loud and clear. Oh, it was pretty loud. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, to me, I mean, that that to me <laughs> kind of upsets the team more than. That was a Tigres fan, man. You didn't, you didn't hear that Tigres fan? Yeah, I did. Was but, he was he he was the kid that was uh, crying because of the, of the jersey? Is that the one that you were playing? No, this is some, some little girl in the back of the car just singing one of the the I think it was Meet Buen Corazón, some some one of the Tigres songs that they chant during the games. Is she was singing? Now, I will say that they do have the best fan base. I think. Yeah, there's no question. They are uh, their their atmosphere at their stadium is that's you know uh, Atlas has a really good atmosphere. But yeah, there's there there there's also yes, I'll, I'll give them that. But uh, but what else? What else like, are they yeah. gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> but in, in some ways, you know, you got to give more credit, right? I'm like somehow they continue well, to show well, up. Well, Tigres was terrible. You know, they, they they've been terrible too, and uh, you know, they, you know, and so yeah, then then they, they always and it's always full. I mean, there's I don't think I've ever seen a Tigres game where it wasn't full. Even the Conca Champions games are 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 packed. Yeah, I, I take my hat to them. I, I assume. I remember not that long ago when Santos was playing at the old Corona, and I just loved, even though it was a tiny little, like, just is basically just a bunch of bleachers, right? But I love the way that thing was just spilling out. 
that stadium was intimidating as hell. And, was, and it was crazy. Yeah, like the people were rabid. It seemed like it just, and it's lost some since you know the the, the the they don't always fill it now, and and it's not nearly as crazy. It's too pretty. It's too pretty. It's too nice. Yeah, it's almost yeah. too nice. Yeah, it's 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 bringing it's 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 bringing in a softer crowd, which I'm okay with, but. But that's why you have, kind of have to tip your hat to to, to the Tigres fans. I mean, because you see, you see babies, you see infants and toddlers and children, and and they're all just losing their minds. A more pampered crowd, a less uh, a less urban. Well, you know, which is, which is surprising, Chivas. you know, for for Torreon, because I mean, I mean, that's been one of Chivas's biggest problems is is they charge so much for tickets that the, that the fans that they do attract are are uh, medio chorcho. Suburban softies. Yep. It's always that it, it, it's a it's a difficult balance to to reach because if you bring in the loud one, they also bring in the trouble. Right, and, but but I mean, but those guys are, more... those guys are always going to go. I mean, they're they're, they're going to pay whatever. They're they're, they're just going to go. And then you have your more, but not as many of them civilized crowd that. You know they're good, but they don't exactly bring bring much to the game. They don't add to the game. I'm Alberto, one of those, by the way. Alberto Chiquis Campa joins us. Alberto, uh, two 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 games, two penalties. One uh, very bad decision. Second one, uh, a decision that had to be made. I mean, there's there's no no way around it. And uh, Monterrey teams uh, head back to the home leg, both with a one zero away goal advantage. What happens? What happens, Chiquis? Uh, I think it's it's pretty clear it's going to be a Monterrey final here. Because uh, America's done. They can't score a goal to save their lives. They're not even trying. All of a sudden, they have, they have no offense. They, they looked like they looked like Mexico in the in, in the in the last throws of the Chepo years. <laughs> but, 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 ouch, ouch! But I, I do think players like like Uribe and uh, and Peralta, dude, they they could just wake up, man. And I'm with you, Joel. And that that That's dude, Uribe, especially Uribe, he almost scored a golazo, man. The goal of the of the season, it would have been. That 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 Chilena, did you guys see it? Scissor kick. Yeah, that was Uribe though, not not Uribe. That was Uribe. No, yeah, yeah, that that's Mateus, yeah. Right. No, yeah, it was it was it was an incredibly good play. Wait, what were you gonna say, Dan? Oh no, I thought I, I thought you said initially said Uribe. I'm like, I actually think that. No, both. I think both okay. of those guys have it. Well, well I guess uh, what I was gonna say is that that uh, he, the dude comes through. People don't like to like him. People don't want to like him, but the guy bags goals when you need him. I, I, I wouldn't bet against him to to come up big. Yeah, he's one of those players, man. He relishes the big games. He's another one that, even though you know he's, you know he's getting he's getting he's getting up there in age that. There's a reason he's still being called up to the national team. He's still a guy that, that and, and, and he's going to go to Russia. Upon. I mean, there's no. Who's more, who's more clutch though? Because uh, I, I think I recall um, Jack being called Mister Division. 
Who's more clutch, Gignac in La Liga? Yeah, but Gignac has been in the Liga for three years. Oribe has been scoring huge goals in Liga since 2011. I ask because I don't think Gignac has been all that great. I mean, they, they didn't win last year. Well, they won one last year. They won, they won the first Yeah, half. but that that's just Duca dragging, dragging his ass down. I'm just messing with you, man. I'm just, How so? I'm just messing with you. Man. Oh, he's dissing Tuca. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I, I... You see that picture of him? <laughs> I saved that thing, man. He was sitting in the car listening to some beats or something, and and uh, uh, Noel was giving the interviews. That was pretty funny. Tuca was? Yeah. I missed that. I think Nayib took the picture and... Uh, and he he just like right in the corner, like like he got in trouble or something. And uh, <laughs> Nahuel is just like in the middle, taking all the glory, like in the in front of the mic. Well, the dude's a showman, man. That's for sure. Tuca, uh, that was the other thing. I'm a our, fan. Our, uh, uh, the guy that I met, the, who actually uh, got to, he's met Tuca a few times, and he he sat on a flight next to him uh, from Monterrey down to Mexico City, and uh, he said he's just a really really good guy, and uh, just uh, you know. A, a very genuine, just just a real person, and he, you know, you know, Tuka recognizes the guy, you know, if, if they run into each other at the at the restaurant or whatever, and that you know, and, and he's very cordial with them, you know, for the two or three seconds or whatever it is, and and it's funny because he says, you know, the one thing I, I just refuse, not that I, he says, not that I've talked to Tuka all that much, but I didn't ask him one question about soccer. He's like, why on earth is this guy going to want to talk soccer with some stooge like me when? uh you know when 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 that's what he does twenty four seven, and uh, nobody said he's just a really good. And then and they also uh, he and my friend Jesus Mendoza, who is the uh, one of the color analysts for the Cadena Deportiva Lojo en Español, have both said that 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 Gignac is just a just an absolutely uh, sterling ambassador for Tigres in, in the in this in the Monterrey metropolitan area. Just uh, is just really taken with the city, and he's just really. Friendly and affable and, and and approachable and and the fans just adore him and he adores them back and they just they have a really uh, good uh, um, impression of each other and uh, so I, I think everyone's kind of I think everybody's kind of gotten a glimpse of that where I mean to me the 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 the, the wow moment for me was when um, he was off in, on international duty and. And he busts out the Locos y Libres uh, sign. Right. I mean, like, like that's crazy to me. I, I, I was, yeah. I was like, man, that's. You know that, that it had that goal, um, or, or that that shot in in the Eurocopa. That if it would have just goes, you know, four inches on the other side of the post, you know, he would have thrown it up there too. Uh, that would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been excellent. Yeah, it, it, I, I think uh, the way he's. Uh, taken to the city and the way they've taken to him it's uh, that's pretty special and i think on some level i think that's kind of what did he play the league the league needed against mexico in the in the world cup when they played france what was he i, I doubt it I no i, I, I think, think he, he was on the team me. i'm gonna look that up I, th- I think he was on the team i think he was on the pitch that night because i remember his name oh wow well, you're I'll... talking about 2010 yeah. Was it 2010? Yeah. While well, I looked that up, I was just going to say that I think the the Mexican culture and just the happy, 
the happy, uh, cheerful type of, of people that are around sort of attracts foreigners to love the country and to, to enjoy like the, uh, like having fun with each other. And I think that's sort of like a problem where you have with like the pulidos and the divas that they, they take it in excess. But it's cool to see how Jack sort of adores that and how others have done it as well, like, uh, Xenia and, uh, and then others. And then you see the opposite with Jemez, um, which is sort of a little different type of thing. He was in a pressure situation where, um, he got the bad, the bad end of the stick. Yeah, but, but, but Hemis, I think that was a bad fit, man. Yeah, exactly. In hindsight. And he, uh, you know, he, his family wasn't there when Mijinyak, you know, brought the whole crew. Yeah, I saw his you brother. Know, I've seen pictures of his brother and his dad. And then they all got tattoos, right? So I don't so know, just, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm Beth, sure. Bethel's uh, the Instagram expert here. Yeah, they had gotten like bigger tattoos. Oh, maybe. that's crazy! I haven't looked at his. Uh... Yeah, so he did, see, he came on uh, in the second half uh, in the in the forty sixth minute. So he played the whole second half against Mexico. So yeah, he played he played against Mexico in the in the twenty ten World Cup. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we didn't know who he was back then. Well, yeah, well, well, I mean, I know that he was with, with Marseille, but uh, yeah. No, that, so. that's pretty good, though. That, 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 I mean, well, you're you're like the World Cup. Uh, you, you somehow. I love it, man. It is my event. It is. It, it, it is uh, I just. I, I could not believe how cool it was when I was a kid that they had, like, mean that they have countries and they play against each other. And, like, it's just. The whole thing to me is just fascinating. I just, I just think it's, it's, it's the coolest event on the planet. And speaking no, of. I, I'm with you. That's what. That's what Got, I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't grow up watching soccer and my dad didn't force it on me. So, um, for me, it was like, it wasn't in, like in high school watching my, uh, my history teacher and Spanish teacher talking a lot of S to each other. It was a 94 World Cup. Right. Um, my history teacher was Irish and they were, uh, oh. Spanish, Spanish teacher was Mexican and, and it, it it just, it got me all, it piqued my interest for sure. And then watching, and then watching the Dutch fans. In the I was, uh, I was a telemarketer uh, during the 94 World Cup. So occasionally I would, I would talk to Irish people on the phone and uh, I would give them all sorts of crap. <laughs> but before the, cause they played, cause they like, oh, Ireland said, well, you guys said, I said, I hope that, uh, and so I hope you're not expecting Mex- you know, Ireland to beat Mexico. It's just not going to happen. Like, and of course, you know, they, they would, you know, very friendly give it back to me. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, you it was see the, you're right. The Dutch fans were, were outstanding too. That's what got me. Like, that's what I was like. I've never seen a, a crowd like, um, at a stadium. At least I hadn't, I hadn't seen it until then, like where they were just all singing in unison and they were just, Losing their minds and everybody was just—they're all like dressed the same. It—it's—it it, 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 it was a pretty, at least for me personally, it was an awe-inspiring. Like, like, man, this is pretty, just pretty crazy. This is insane. Like, this is really, really, really awesome. Like the way that the entire stadium looked orange almost. It and I am that's so something lucky. I was like, this is something really cool. I am so lucky that uh, I got to see uh, Brazil play Holland at the Cotton Bowl. In that world, in the, in the '94 World Cup, I mean, I just—I'll I'll never forget when I when I saw the draw. I was like, "Wow, this this could actually happen!" And 
because I knew Brazil would probably be there because they would they would win their group and they'd win their. So I was like, well, but but then I remember looked at the Caruso. I was like, man, they could play Holland, and uh, if if Holland wins their group, and sure enough, it uh, it worked out. And I'm telling you that that night before at at the I'm not y'all are familiar with Dallas, but they have an area called the West End, which which back then was the the real uh, kind of like the the uh, I'm not gonna say touristy, but uh, but it was it was the touristy part of. Of, of the downtown. So there were a lot of Brazilians and there were a lot of Dutch and it was fun as hell. And I've never, I've never had a more, uh, more, more fun time before than I before again than I ever have in my life. And I feel so sorry because the world cup, uh, was, was in, in 94. I know that, you know, we followed it, but it was essentially played in like, in like a, in like a little, like tiny little bubbles. Cause a lot of these towns just had like the people just had no clue what was going on. So there's people that, that that have no idea that the World Cup that that, that Brazil is playing Holland, you know, the, 20 minutes from where they live, that you know, 300 million people are going to watch this game on TV, and you have no idea that it, you know, that it's even happening. And they go down to the West End, they're like, "What the hell is this?" You know, all, all these all these crazy foreigners just you know having a having a great time, and uh, and it was it was it was weird. It was it was it was very strange just to, to see how. Uh, how uh what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it, 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 it was it was it was it was big around the world, but like like within the, the country itself, it just wasn't big at all. Oh yeah. How how contained it was, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah, that's a weird. Uh... The world sport being played in a, a non-soccer countries, right? I remember one time I was watching a, a show about the like like World Cup history, and it was from the BBC, and they were talking about it. And then one of the one of the comedians like it was like as if it was a terrible decision. And it says it was as if if uh, if we play the World Series in London, it's like well, you know what, what you know what's the point? You know, no no one would care, and and. Uh, it was, uh, you know, obviously it was very well attended, the best attended World Cup in history. But and 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 once again, the USA actually leads uh, the, uh, other countries in, uh, in in ticket sales for the World Cup. And the World Cup draw is tomorrow. Joel, are we doing a show? Uh, I would love to do a red eye uh, a red eye version of the show. I think it'd be a lot of fun. What, at what time is the draw? Well. I know that the like the like the coverage is going to start uh, uh, around. I guess for y'all, it'll be like six or six thirty locals. So I think it's going to start oh, around so around seven ish. Yeah, yeah, it's early. well, yeah, it's it's because it's in Moscow. So oh man, yeah, it, 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 it's it's going to be early. Well, I'll, I'll be available um, if you guys want to want to do a show because uh, I'm playing hooky from work tomorrow. Good for you. Yeah, that and Monday, so I, I, I'm rocking out a four day weekend. Congratulations! That's a thank you. I'm, that is I'm, awesome. I'm feeling pretty good about it. So, Mexico's in pot two, as y'all know, and uh, are you doing another simulator? Uh, no, I'm just I'm just try, trying to figure out who all is in. Uh... 
there's this guy who's he goes by Mr. Chip. Yes. He he works for uh, different outlets, including ESPN. The stack guy, uh, right? Uh, IS, yeah. The IS uh, Mexico and and so he yeah he's a stat guy and he ran a bunch of simulations and he said one out of ten times Mexico would end up with either Argentina or Brazil. So he's putting at a twenty percent chance that Mexico will draw one of those two teams. Well, it makes sense because. Uh... You know, Mexico has three other South American teams in their pot, and they can't be in a group with Argentina or Brazil. So, uh, you know that the, the, that limits. You know that 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 would be one of the reasons why why, why the amount of seeded teams that Mexico. So it's like what? So it's like Argentina, Brazil, and Belgium. Uh, well, I mean, Argentina, Brazil are, are going to well, be a little higher than everybody else is going to be even because it just that just you know at that point it doesn't matter. But I think Argentina, Brazil should be a little higher. I am hoping, gentlemen. Not... Yes, Joel. Well, I'm I'm hoping on one thing: the Osorio luck factor. I think this guy's been very fortunate throughout, you know, his run with Mexico. He's had, at least that's the way I see it. Like with the draws he's gotten, uh, the the prehex and. And whatever is, what is it? Fourth round? Fourth round qualifying? Right. Very easy group. Hexagonal. Easy group. Uh, we go to, uh, Confeds. It's a decent drop, but the calendar, the way that we had to face the opponents, we couldn't have hoped for a better. And so I'm hoping that Copa also your luck. Was, uh, was, was a very, as well. a very <laughs> At least group draw. Yeah. So I'm hoping that. That Osorio luck doesn't run out, and that we get a good draw and a good—not just the draw, but but you know how how we face the opponent. Well, I think right. that's that's key right there, guys. I mean, I mean, I don't know how how I don't know if you want to call it bad luck, but I mean, it's been rough. Like you look at at, at the at the round of sixteen matches that Mexico has played and. Outside of the U.S., every one of them has been like, "Really, this is who we're this is who we're going up against." Like, damn, like, like that's the type of team that you'd rather see much later on. And and I mean, Holland, Argentina, those you right, expect to lose those. That, that that's why, and I, and I tweeted today why that, that's why it, to me the you know provided Mexico doesn't get a group where it's you know uh, let's say you know Brazil, Mexico. Uh, Sweden or, or Senegal are probably the strongest teams out of pot three, and Nigeria. The, the, then I think that you know, you know, whoever had Sweden and the Sweden Nigeria combo, if that happens to any group, that that will be a group of death. Period. Oh so. yeah. So if Mexico can avoid that, then to me the most important thing for Mexico is is where do they where, where do they fall for who who would they who would they play in the round of sixteen if if they can avoid. Germany, Brazil, Argentina, then I, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, France, then I think they have a really good, really, really good chance of making the quarterfinals. But if, but if, but if, but if they're next to Germany, Brazil, Argentina, or France, then around a 16, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's just the reality. 
Yeah, uh, I think I'm with you. I, I, I think we're we're just about in the same position as we were last time around. Um, iffy about like the expectations for different reasons. I mean, uh, the, like last last time around, obviously the team came in limping in, literally the panzazo. Right. Um, and this time around, yes, they 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 qualified walking, but. But in every single tournament that that's mattered against against top opposition, they've looked poor, significantly weaker, incapable of winning. So well, just, the it, expectations it, are like, like I mean, they, they they cannot have Hector Moreno, you know, running, you know, you know, past his midfielders trying to trying to make a trying to make a pass against Germany and then kick it right to a German guy and think that they're not going to score. You know they they can't make mistakes like that when they play those teams, but you know that that's you know that is unfortunately Osorio's style is set up to which I can't imagine why anybody would think that this would be a a good way to play to expose your center backs. I mean, who would do that? I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me. I think he just keeps thinking that they're not going to make that horrible pass, but. I, I mean, I, I I could agree with them because you see them playing. You're like, all right, this, but but they seem to. I, I think when the pressure is applied, they they get a little tighter and the and the passes yeah. just become uh, inaccurate. It's the team is great in possession and looks looks phenomenal on the ball, but until they start applying pressure, especially like the forwards start start running up on, on on the center backs and everyone just keeps applying that that that, that high pressure. And you have the option of trying to pass your way out of it, or, 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 or just launching it. The team gets tight. The, the the team becomes imprecise, and 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 you get those horrible turnovers that leave everybody in in horrible position. And and right. yeah, I think we're going to have to outscore. I mean, we I know we we talked about this before. This team's going to have to outscore their opposition. Right. I mean, I don't and, see too many clean sheets. No, no. In fact, they haven't had a. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, didn't, they they gave up a goal in every game in the Confed Cup, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, they did the same. I don't. I don't think Jamaica scored one against them in the, in the Copa America, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that is indeed the case. Let, let's go over the uh, the pots again. So we have Russia, obviously the hosts, and then the usual suspects: Germany, Brazil, Argentina. France, and then uh, there's Belgium, Poland, and, and Portugal round out pot one. So Mexico's going to get stuck with one of those. There's no question. These are the, these are the teams Mexico avoids playing in the group stage, which is uh, because of what we're talking about. Mexico's going to, you know, I, th- I think I think five points, uh, you know, obviously seven would be great, but usually four points gets you through. And I think that Mexico has a, a win and a tie uh, in, 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 and possibly a loss in the, uh, in the group stage, and it should be enough. So, so by avoiding these teams, uh, Spain, England, Uruguay, Colombia, Croatia, and then Peru and Switzerland uh, is, is 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 definitely to Mexico's advantage. And then uh, pot three has uh, the uh, Scandinavian teams: Denmark, Iceland, Sweden. Out of those three, probably Sweden would be the one that you'd want to avoid. Uh, I don't. I mean, I know the Iceland's a great story, but I mean. Uh, there's no I'm reason. With you. That, yeah, I mean, it's not like they're not a beatable team. Is Slotten coming out of a? 
retirement. Joel, you're on the you're on the Slatan pulse. What is what is Slatan? What is Slatan going to do? Well, you and I had tweeted. Uh, I do think he will because he had retired. Right. Because he got he tired of re- not qualifying. <laughs> just and just being older, you know, the yeah, wear and tear. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he played. In I mean, he's he's arguably one of their greatest ever players. At least he will want to retire. And plus, he brings a lot as far as like he'll sell sponsorship. A lot of yeah, yeah, and sponsorships like just because he's such a big name, and they don't really have other players that come close to him yeah. as far as yeah. marketability. Name another, like name another Swedish player. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm sure Something they've got sounds. really talented ones, right? But, but not where you say Slatan and everyone knows who he is. Right. Well, let's let's hope that so it happens, I, and let's hope if it does I, happen, I then... think he did mention that he wanted to. To play, but I haven't. Um, what is what has he told you, Hoyle, when you guys have your uh, your weekly chat, or is he still keeping his his cards close to the vest? He's going in for the soup, John. Well, he had said before that he he, you know, that even if they qualified, right? All right. So you then know, we have, but, uh, and then that. Uh, so so you think he's going to do it, Hoyle? You think he's gonna? I, you know what? I, I do, I do see him. I, I, I would think. I would it's think, a World Cup. Man. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he want to do it? His career's about to end. Why not go out? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does want to. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if they'll take him. Now let me ask you this one because I, because I haven't followed. Is he? Uh, does he have like a like a root hullet? relationship with, 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 with the Swedish Federation where like it was just constant battles or, or, or are they, you know, are they good? Wait, what? I've heard that there's been issues though, John, like in the past where I guess certain parts of the fan base didn't see uh, him as being Swedish. He was born in Stockholm. I know. But like his yeah. look and his name... I guess um, by some, they didn't feel he was uh, Swedish enough, right? Well, and uh, and look at a name, because yeah. you know, I mean, the, the the last name isn't typical, which right. you would see there. But but to me, that's pretty stupid. I mean, but but whatever, yeah. you know. Well, I agree, but uh, but, but, but yeah, I guess my I question was like. In 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 the in the eighties and nineties was uh, he was like Cruyff and he just would not, you know, he would oh he'd just be in constant battles with the Federation and like just uh, just uh, you know constantly at war, and he announced uh, kind of like in like March of the ninety four he said I'm not going to play. It's like really, dude, you know, such a, he was such a great player. You just you just hate to see great players uh, end there. I got a slot and quote. What you got on some World Cup predictions? Who do you think is going to win? Like in your Mind USA. You, are you kidding me? Is that a joke? <laughs> That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Wow. That is fantastic. But that was that was he like picked a, up on the English accent on the American accent and just decided to troll. But that was uh, like like the summer when uh, like it was like TMZ at the airport, right? Yeah, right, like the valet. Yeah, exactly. and it was it was last World Cup because uh, they asked him about oh, okay. and not going and stuff like that. That's Either way, though, that's a that's a troll, man. Yeah. <laughs> so to uh, round out uh, Group Three, 
we have uh, Tunisia, Egypt, Senegal, and Iran. And, uh, you know, again, to me outside, I know that obviously there's going to be some teams that might give Mexico fits just because of, of the way that they play. But uh, I'll take I Egypt all day. Yeah, they're uh, the way we are. They have uh, uh, Salah is a really good player. He's 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 a really really good player. Uh, I've, I've read a couple of articles on him this week. I mean, the, 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 they're thinking that he, if he isn't already, he's uh, close to being like like on the George Weah level of, of 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 African players. Just just an outstanding player. You don't want any part of him. It's one player though, man. Yeah, but on a, in a World Cup, man, one uh, one one player is enough. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, he he's not Diego Maradona, and and it's and and it's not basketball. You can you can you well, can get I mean, away with it in basketball and in soccer. That's yeah. you got to be pretty special. I mean, even even Messi hasn't been able to do it for Argentina. Well, there's I mean there's so, I mean Tunisia, uh, Iran, I think you know, uh, and obviously Costa Rica, Mexico cannot play. So, Although you know what, Iran. I mean, and this is my my big soccer days talking here. I'd love to beat Iran again. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Are those I guys still they, they around? I thought those guys. Yeah, were... no. Well, Although, there's 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 new, there's a new crop of of uh, of um, Iranians, Persians. I'm not sure uh, what this particular member um, identifies as, but he uh, annoying nonetheless. Very. Um, Overly confident, mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind beating Mexico. Well, you know, beating them uh, again. that'd be fun. Iran uh, should have, in my opinion, uh, qualified in, in, to, to the round of 16 in the last World Cup. Uh, they they gave Argentina all kinds of, <clears throat> and it probably should have beaten them in the in in, in the group stage. And uh, you know, they, they 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 just were really unlucky with with their finishing. The, the, they're not a bad side, but I mean, again, it's it's not a side that you're like quaking in your boots. Um, to play. Hey man, and, and they're in what? pot three and we're in pot two. Exactly. So I'm, I'm looking at all them as inferior teams. Teams that no matter who you get, you need to beat. Right. And then in pot four, there's, uh, the only European team is Serbia and then they have Nigeria, Australia, Japan, Morocco, uh, Panama, which Mexico will play Korea and Saudi Arabia. And outside of Nigeria, I think that the, any, again, any one of those teams I don't think would be uh, too much of an issue now. I think what, Japan what and Korea could, could could give them issues. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like. But, I, mean, I, but it, it's a it's a game that you should feel confident about getting three points out of. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and, and even a tie isn't like a total catastrophe. But now, now Nigeria, obviously, again, is one of those teams where you you probably don't want to see it all. Not that you can't beat them, but you you know, it's a bad matchup for sure. Yeah, given given the choice, you'd rather play Saudi Arabia, <laughs> or uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's or, a good one. Yeah, so so that so that's how they. Uh, that's I how think they the dream matchup it. here is give me Argentina and then and then like the weakest teams of pot three and four. Uh, that to me would be ideal because because then you, at least. You face Argentina in a situation where there's less pressure. It's a less of a must-win situation, unless like that. I mean, depending on the draw, right. but in theory, 
you know, I think that's why it sounds bad, but I think this is why Mexico's always kind of done well in group stages because there, there's not that need to to win, and the other teams kind of are approaching it as a as warm up game. So we're able to get really great results against Brazil and Italy and stuff like that in the group stages. So I'd much rather get Argentina in the group stage than in well, the round sure. of sixteen. There's no question that 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 that, uh, that you'd that if you have to play a Brazil, Argentina, France, or and then you, you then you have the the, the, like the comfort of knowing like how many teams am I going to be are going to be am I going to be playing better than these guys? Right. So you'll be I mean, tested too. It would, uh, it would, it would definitely, it would, it would definitely be good. And again, the, to me, the the, the cruce to me is is, is going to be the most important thing because that that's really going to. Because I mean, I, I do, I do expect uh, even if Mexico gets a real tough group, I, I think that there's there there should be an expectation that they'll advance. But you know, again, uh, they're going to advance against you know, you know, and play and play Germany in the second round. I, I, I you know, I'd, I'd give Mexico's chances of winning that game like fifteen percent. So, but if, but if in the second round, if they play, you know, Belgium or even, even Portugal to a certain degree, you know, Colombia, I'm not saying that Mexico could win that game, but I think that their, their chances increase dramatically, you know, this, you know, certainly around the 50% area as opposed to 5% if you're going to play Germany, which I, I, I think Germany is, is, is the best team. And well, I, I think hope you mentioned that, it, right? I mean, there's about, I would say there's probably about four teams that you just want to avoid like at, at all cost. I mean, more like three teams, but like Brazil, Germany, Argentina, to me, would be the ones I would avoid. And then right after that, I'd put Spain and France. Right. But against even against those two, better shot, I think, against uh, than, than against Germany or Brazil. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, hopefully we will... Uh... We'll have we'll have a now. Hoy, you said you you probably won't be able to do it at seven, but you might be able to join a little later, correct? I I could do at eight. Not I'll still be at work. Still be at work. But yes. We'll see. Uh, we'll 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 let you know if uh, hopefully we'll still be. Uh, but you can always listen. You can always listen. Oh, of course, of course, I'm gonna be listening, John. All right. Can't. Uh, what? Well, it's exciting for sure. I can't believe we're already here. It's crazy, isn't it? It's 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 like it's like it's like the the twenty fourteen just happened, you know, this past summer. Yeah, it's a blink of an eye. It's 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 amazing that we're. I, I was like, wow, I can't believe the the draws already here. It's like, wow, it's already December. But uh, yeah, I I think it's 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 a it, I think it's an exciting day for 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 all soccer fans around the world, man. And this is this is uh now we get to really start a. Playing and imagining and start figuring out how how the the teams are going to be matching up against each other. It, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, and we uh, we hope that you guys uh, that are listening can uh, can join us, and we'll and we'll let y'all know that we're that we're doing it. Martinez, are you going to be able to join us? Or are you going to be busy uh, hacking computers? No, I can I can join. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll be there. This uh, one of the MJP on the chat says, uh, "Not even a fourth game this time." <laughs> not even a fourth game. You're crazy. 
it's it possible. Is, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it all depends on the draw. It all depends on the draw. But even with the even with a bad draw, this team is going to qualify. Come on, guys! Come on! Come on! Let's let's be real here, guys. How how sad would it be that uh, if if Mexico does you know make it to the quarters? And, and to me, I think the quarterfinals is a nice goal. How about how about the semifinals? I mean, let's you know everyone's just one more game. Play. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Why not aspire? What if you know? As Juan says, what if the breaks just 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 fall perfectly for for the 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 the, the, the Osorio the Osorio charm is is able to uh, conjure up just this just <laughs> well, ridiculous path to the semifinals? Well, John, do you think Costa Rica was? Do you think they were world beaters last time around? And look how close they were. Yeah, I mean, they they hit the post in what like the hundred eighteenth minute or whatever it was to 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 to, to make it to the semifinal. And, and even, I don't I don't think they were better but, than Mexico. But you know no. what? It's easier to underestimate Costa Rica than Mexico. So I I could see teams just underestimating them, as Mexico has been a World Cup regular. So even though we might not be like favorites, they're expecting do a know tough th- game. Yeah, people know that they're one of three teams to have to have consistently qualified to the next round since the '94 World Cup. Only three teams have been able to do that. That's crazy to think about, right? Uh, and and then the rest either not qualified or have been knocked out at the group stage. Uh, France has been knocked out of group stage. Mexico knocked right? France out of the group stage. Yes. <laughs> The second time, yeah, with 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 um, Gignac on the field, yeah. So, yeah, because France they won ninety eight, but in 2 I don't know if you guys remember one of the one of the exciting games was when they played Senegal. Right, they get shocked when they lose. It was the opening uh, game of the tournament. Yeah, I remember Papa Buba Diop. Can't forget that name. Um, <laughs> but but you, we've seen like Argentina in O two as well. They were they were favorites to win it. They had Bielsa as coach, and they they don't get out of the group stage. Italy is a past league. World Cup because Ibrahimovic um, scored the game winner. Oh, there he's look look at look at uh wait they lost What's to Sweden didn't they tie tie to Sweden one one and they lost on a PK to England. Is that what it was? I thought that they that they lost to Sweden too. No, they tied they tied Nigeria. And they tied Sweden. No, if they would have tied yeah. Nigeria and Sweden, they would have gone through because I would have given them five points. There's no way. No, they no, no. Five points. They didn't win a single match. They lost to England on a Pochettino PK. Oh, two points, two points. Okay, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And uh, so then Holland did, didn't qualify. Which was the World Cup they didn't qualify to? Uh, I think well, they, it didn't was... make, they didn't make the 90, the, the, the 94 World the ninety The 2002 World Cup Holland didn't make. Yeah, two thousand two. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, just just yeah, and then, Germany and and then and Italy. The last, the last two World Cups didn't make it out of the group stage. No, and then they didn't qualify this time. <laughs> God, that is pretty bad. What about, what about Man, this? It suck to be. What about this possibility, uh, MJP? This is Argentina. Uh, no fourth, no fourth game, but we beat Argentina. In group stages, three to zero, something like that. Yeah, I what? mean, if they beat Argentina, <laughs> no, going... that's terrible. I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't, want, I don't want a three zero yeah. win in like in a in a group stage win. 
I guess the full messy squad tops. Nah, nope. no, no, that's like a that's a that's a cheap consolation prize in my opinion. I think this Argentina is gonna be dangerous. I think the fact that they haven't done good is gonna make them dangerous. Uh, interesting. I disagree. Yeah, they, they, they should have no pressure. There's slow defense. Nobody is predicting them to do anything. No, and you well, I'm gonna say one thing. Wait, wait. I'm just gonna say one thing about Argentina that people keep forgetting. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries, and they haven't had some of their key players. So if if all of their top talent is is uh, se recupera on time, they they have look out. They, they just yeah, yeah, they have the talent to beat anyone. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, they um, have. Of course, they have that. They have. I mean, they have the, in my opinion, the world's best player. I mean, I, I get that, but. Defensively, man, they are suspect. When did when I'm sorry, when did did Picolin get naturalized? What <laughs> <laughs> I always get Mascherano and, and Picolin confused now. For for, for anybody to underestimate Argentina uh, at a World Cup to me is uh, that that is a fool's errand. For, I mean, and, and I'm not talking about y'all. I'm just talking about people. People are like putting Argentina like you know they might make you know maybe they'll make the quarterfinals and that's it. It's like if if Argentina's under the weed, if they're lying in the weeds like that, then then I would consider them a heavy, heavy favorite to to to, to go very deep in in the tournament. Because if they if, if they play with no pressure, I mean I mean just watching them in that last World Cup, I mean they were playing with like a, like a thousand pound uh, pound weights on their backs, all of them. It was. Uh, I hear you, John, but honestly, man, I I guess when when I started seeing is that. They they have a similar issue uh, as Mexico as relying on some old 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 defensive players, uh, and that inevitably affect the way the rest of the team plays. I mean, the way Messi has to basically play the midfield and play and be a forward, just because their center backs can't move up too much because. They're sitting ducks, so either they sit back and you know and, and stay in, in, in a good position, or they move up and then just hope the other team doesn't get the ball back. Yeah, but the, but the, the thing about you're right, Dan. You're you're absolutely right. But Argentina doesn't give up that many goals. Number one, and uh, you know as, as as Joel pointed out, I mean obviously they have Messi, but I mean you just go down the list. I mean they have the guy that plays at, at, at Juventus. They have. Uh, uh, Di Maria, they have. Di Maria, they have. Uh, Aguero. Uh, Una, I mean, it just it's it, it, it's 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 a disgusting display, honestly. And, oh, it is absolutely. I'll, but I, I'll I'll tell you who I think is going to be. Uh, we'll talk about this tomorrow. We probably should go ahead and wrap it up. But uh, well, I'll, I'll let you answer this with this one last question. Uh, as far as emerging stars, uh, the, the 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 kid uh, is it Jesus Jesus or whatever the, the kid replaced Manchester City, the the Brazilian striker. That that dude is outstanding. He's a really good player, and I think I think that he's gonna he's he's gonna the Brazilian. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, uh, Joel. Yeah, he yes. plays for Manchester City. Yes, uh, Jesus or Jesus, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure how. I guess Jesus Chewy. Yeah. We'll call him Chewy. He's really good, and I I think that this is gonna be his. Uh, uh, they're his they're my favorites, John. Brazil. I've been saying it for a while. Brazil is my favorites. To win it, it's it, it's it, it's like they remembered who they are 
and remember that you know we don't we, we have to play the Brazilian way, and they are just killing yeah, people. Their, their coach, ever since they got Tite, that yeah. guy, he figured out what needed to be done. He got the right mix, and they've been pretty unstoppable. If you were to guys to if you guys were to go back far enough into the into the archives, you'll hear old Dano <laughs> say, "Hey man, Brazil's back." Like, <laughs> not, not saying I'm I, I'm like a, this ridiculously insightful person, but I, I do uh, listen to certain uh, pay attention to to, to, to them and, and certain uh, certain journalists that cover them and. And yeah, that was like the one thing that came out right away is that that this new coach um, has turned away from the overly defensive style that that they'd been stuck in, and that this guy is just playing a different style, much more attractive, fun, and effective uh, style. So yeah, I'm with you, Joel. I think that this is a it's 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 looking for an awesome, it's looking like an awesome uh, potentially awesome rematch for of of Brazil and and Germany. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? And then they play like a four three just end to end, just just a nutter, yeah, yeah, just a be, complete awful, just a yeah. violent <laughs> battle. Yeah, but I think that that's yeah. Awesome. And, and let's remember last time one thing that hurt them was just losing Neymar. Yeah, uh, you, you could see it. Just like the players lost all this confidence, and it was very interesting to see it because they're a stacked team, you know. Or they shouldn't have been worried, but that should have it just seemed like it seemed like they just had all the hopes pinned on him. I mean, we 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 leave Guatemala out, man, and we're like whatever. But these guys, no, it's, it's, lose. A, it's a good point. <laughs> but I, I think they and and and, um, and Argentina are in a similar boat, man. They they it's weird though. You don't, they shouldn't be, but there's they're really like dependent upon Messi and Neymar that, that that just seeing how, how stacked they are as a team. I mean, how many, how deep they are as a team. It's like you couldn't, you can't form a decent team with just with minus this guy. That's a bit of a head scratcher. I do think I'm not sure if you guys would agree with that, but cause I mean, you look at these yeah, teams it, and, it, it, and they're it, it, second it, it, and third sense. stringers, man. Opponent, it made no sense than, to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been thinking about Argentina for, for the past several World Cups. You know, twenty. You know, we're talking about they have we have all these great. I mean, they have Apache Tevez, and you know he's been borrado practically, and he's outstanding. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, <laughs> he would be the starter on on every other team in the world except for maybe two other you know two other teams. They would be they would be thrilled to have a guy like that. And he's, and the, you know, that they can the absorb his loss. teams that are already World, World Cup contenders. Right, and they can absorb his <laughs> loss like it's nothing. You know, yeah. that, 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 that to me is crazy. By the way, just a real quick update on MLS. Uh, the MLS Cup final has been set. It's going to be Toronto against uh, Seattle. Toronto won 1-0 against uh, Columbus, soon to be Austin. And uh, Seattle tonight, uh, three zero winners over Houston, so they won their uh, their two legged tie, uh, five five zero, I think it was. So yeah, they uh, took care of business. It'll be a rematch of of last year's uh, game, which unfortunately was not a particularly good game, and not that finals ever ever are, but but it was a it was particularly kind of 
ugh, like really ugly. So hopefully uh, they'll they'll have a better. But it'll be in Toronto, and 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 nothing says let's play soccer in December in Toronto like like MLS. So there'll be uh the, the final will be in, in in Toronto in December. Good uh good home field advantage for them. Dan, have you ever have you ever been in cold that cold? Niagara Falls cold in this in this in November. I've I've been in a gnarly cold actually. My worst uh the coldest I think I've been was when I when I went to Kansas for my brother's wedding <sighs> around November and I remember going to the going to the car rental and looking at it's like, oh, look at that. I'm like, watch out that broken, that's, there's broken glass. And the guy's like, no, nah, man, that's ice. I'm like, ice. And just, I just remember just my, I couldn't stop, um, like convulsing my, my, like my back. Right. I, I couldn't like, it was weird. Like, it was just like, I was like a, like a stiff board. It was weird, man. And I just kept like trembling and, and just shaking violently. I'm like, man, this is horrible. What was it? Like 40 and degrees? Zero. Zero. Oh, yeah, that, it was awful. zero. It was zero. Yeah, it's yeah. painfully cold. Uh, I experienced the zero in uh, in Iowa, and I had to walk actually from the rental car back to the airport, and I felt like I was breathing knives because <laughs> it just the air was the air was just it was it was really just awful. I mean, it, you could feel your lungs freezing just breathing the air in. It was uh, it, it was not pleasant. Now, Chiki's you you were in the Air Force stuff, so you probably experienced some. You're probably laughing at us. No, not in the Air Force. I didn't travel nowhere. A little tropical boys. Uh, on vacation to Niagara Falls in November. Yeah, that was uh, very freezing. <laughs> I lived in Utah for four years, and that I mean that's, a, that's it snows, but it's not too bad. But it's it's, it's pretty dry though, so it's not, I mean it's the humidity really that gets you in the cold. It's just. You know, like I say, it's not the heat, it's the humidity, it's not the cold. It's the, the humidity is just a killer when it's, yeah, it's just awful. Yeah, so that's what that's what, that's what MLS will have uh, next week. Uh, and, of course, they would have it in Seattle. Not that Seattle is like a, you know, balmy. But uh, it'll, it'll, it'll definitely uh, be chilly for them next week. So World Cup draw tomorrow. Uh, should be exciting. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully we'll have a, a, a red eye. Have a the Bloody Mary version of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Dan, are you on vacation? Are you gonna Are you gonna have a Are you gonna have a Michelada? He said he's calling off. Oh, did he sign uh, off? I'm actually he's, he's sick. Yeah, yeah I'm, I know. I'm actually thinking that 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 maybe I need to go to the supermarket and and, and stock up. For get, some morning. get some Get some clamato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like. Sounds it. like a good idea. Yeah. Simple plan. Maybe some Kahlua. Maybe some or some some uh, Irish cream. Simple pleasures, like uh, Ronnie would say. Um, who I guess didn't come on to talk about the ref. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was surprised, but uh... about refs. Not that. Not that it will, but it, you, you kind of think like it should uh, dispel some of these um, conspiracy theories about America getting uh, all the favorable calls and check clear type of uh, comments. Because yeah, they weren't they weren't given any favors. 
You know, it happens to every team, not just America, and, and I know that that's – and, uh, you know, if, if, to me, if, if you're an NMA, you should be able to have the stones to overcome that if you're going to be a championship team. And if you don't, then so be it. Yeah, but but I do think that the um the press have have given this this um this image of America always gets favored. And I, I think they still push it to some extent. Well it's it, Yeah. So I think that and you know, this is coming from a Chivista. I think as fans we shouldn't just pay attention to things like that. Honestly, I think America gets 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 hosed and and not hosed as much as as any other team. I don't think that it's just a it's a huge coincidence that that this stuff happened. I don't think that people have it out for them in the in the league at all or anything like that. It's just you know, I mean, it's yeah. It's hard, I didn't look malicious from the, from the, yeah. When I saw the PK call, I thought it was a bad call, but it didn't seem malicious. You know, yeah. like exactly. it was a bad call I, that I, happens see, all the time, right? Yeah, and because the, the one thing was that guy when he when he slid, he did have his arm stretched out high. So that's yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, the the, the, the worst guy kind of did sell it like that, even though he had no intention and he didn't touch it. That was just a bit, a bit, you know, when when his his hand just. I mean, the the, the way I saw the play was. Uh... Uh, you know, it hits his head first, and 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 if his hand wasn't there, then the ball would have just gone there. Corner kick would have yeah. been no big deal. But the but the ref didn't see that, so he just sees the you know the ball ricocheted in that area. So he thought you know the guy's you know got his hand up there. It's got to be a handball, so he calls it. And yeah, again, I'm not I'm, I'm not defending the ref at all, but I mean, that's just no, no, yeah, and we get to watch it on um, yeah. on slow motion, which is why but, video yeah. replay would be would would be so massive for that. No, it it was clumsy of that guy the way he. He slid for the ball with his hand right. stretched out. Yeah, if you don't Even want to get you... called for a handball, don't touch it with your hand. <laughs> 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 you know, I remember in the Gold Cup when we, we had this discussions with those the PKs in Mexico guy, like the one against Costa Rica. And like, well, yeah, it was Oriva, and, and he went down. But, I mean, the dude put two hands on him. Someone puts two hands on me, and I'm in the area. And, you know, we need to go. I'm going down. I mean, that's, you know, who would. I still can't believe, you know, John, there's. It, I'm saying it rustles me. It, it, it triggers me. It, it's a microaggression. I still see a lot of Mexican, especially Mexican reporters, and they still say that Mexico was helped against, uh, you know, the Panama and the other one. And I've seen a lot of replays, and I don't see Mexico getting helped. No. I guess, I guess that creates more, you know, it, like Dan said, it sells. So, and, and you know, it kind of sucks, you know, to to put down, to to put that down, especially when, you know, when calls don't go our way, they don't make such a big deal about it. But that guy received ton of hate, man. That guy Edgar, whatever his name is, Martinez, received ton of hate. I don't think he's broadcasted too much after that. No, he's been on a few times. He's still doing it. He's still yeah. doing his thing. But 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 he he. The criticism thrown his way was was well was right. They, they used a, uh, a a a a perfect opportunity to they they were not happy with how Mexico was playing, and that they, they they saw it as a perfect opportunity to just just trash. And it wasn't just I mean it was it was it was a lot of them just just trash Mexico to the. <laughs> 
you know, to the, just, just, just let them, you know, kind of the same way that the fiesta was back in, in 2010, just an excuse, you know, they were upset with how they were playing. So they just, just let them have it for this other, this other thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I don't see how they, they're defending a player that dives backwards. You know, he, he wants to land on top, almost like a goalkeeper without using his hands. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it, it was kind of dangerous because you you could you could injure you could injure some other guy. You throw your whole weight, your whole body, in, in a game where where you know you control it with your feet, and and the and the, and with the guy behind him could could be trying to like and like, and the Panamanian the ball player and, when he was going down knew exactly what he was doing when he went yeah because <laughs> he hits the ball he moves his hand to hit the ball. <laughs> John, it reminded me of the cascaritas I would play. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, it just it was it was it was like the cascarita right right there at the park, like some scrimmage. It was so obvious what he was doing that it uh, looked like a fumble. Yeah, I, I don't have to admit my my favorite part about that whole thing was the fact that it was an American ref that uh, that was it was it Geiger that that made those calls. Yeah, just, just by made the way, it wonderfully uh, ironic. Yeah. By the way, so 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 a lot of fans had to complain about Concacaf refereeing. There you go. By the way, USA tomorrow they're in Group I. <laughs> so <laughs> with Italy, yeah, anyway. with Italy, Holland, and then and Cheetah. they're they're in the group in the group Chile? of death. Yeah, they they're they're in the group of death. <laughs> That's. Oh, all teams, all teams that had something over Mexico, huh? That's right. That's right. Well, except for Italy. Except for Italy. Well, they did beat us at the Confederaciones. But. That's right. With uh, with 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 the worst goal that uh, that that, that Chuy Corona ever gave up. <laughs> I also think that we we, we should have won that one game in the group stage. The one one thousand two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was a bit of a heartbreaker. I was like, Cab- Cabrito had a chance to go two zero, and he did what Cabrito does in World Cups: kicks it right at the. I think I think that's probably the best goal or one of the best goals, Mexican goals in the World Cup. Oh, we're gonna see just it. Col- the Borghetti, just it. just the collective of the whole. It was like it was it was like 16, 16 Passes, I think, before he connected. It was an outstanding goal uh, for them, for for him. The goal of his life. I don't think he'll ever score another goal. Well, he didn't score another goal that was not only that massive but that pretty. I mean, it was just it was just crazy. Yeah, just because it's it was a whole team effort, you know. Right. Like everyone, everyone touched the ball. I thought it. I thought it, and and just the whole game in general. if you, I felt like a, it was a deserved win. If, if uh, I, I hate to use that word, but <laughs> it's a moral win, Ben. No, 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 like I felt it was a deserved win. So oh. yeah, when they tied it, I was like, I, I it just like it, it hurt. Like, when right. I saw Italy, when I saw Italy asking him to asking right, for and, mercy, and, 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 and then they gave up, right? And then like like both teams, they're toward the end, they were just playing kickball with each other. And they just—they literally, I think they stopped. If I remember right, I think Rafa like like just stopped playing and looked at the ref and said, "Dude, just blow the whistle. Just blow the whistle. We don't yeah. want to play anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants any more damage. Let's just uh, 
We call that the Oswaldo. Exactly. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. But again, uh, looking forward to joining you guys tomorrow during the during the the Michelada mm-hmm. version, Bloody Mary, Red Eye version of the uh, Cantina MX podcast. Well, I mean, I, I, might not, I might not be allowed. I might not be around for the drop, but at least we can discuss our. We can make our predictions. Absolutely, yeah, it should be a lot of fun, and uh, at least our early predictions, because you never know with some of the teams, man. Well, yeah. Sometimes. So what we'll do is, is, is we'll do the we'll see the draw, and then and then and then each of us is gonna is is, is gonna is gonna map out how the tournament's gonna play out. Is what we're gonna do tomorrow. So it should be should should be a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us. Sorry, man. That's as, right. as always. So, that's all right. That's all right. I'm I'm trying to get out of my car here and try not to make too much noise. Well, well, uh, uh, a good opportunity for, uh, then, Dan. To say say goodbye. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good evening, everyone. Good night. Joel, sorry you can't join us for the draw, but uh, I'm sure that you'll be able to. Uh, at I'll least be there in spirit. Your... I'll be there. In... And, I'll be and, listening though. And I'm sure you'll be able to uh, join us on the <laughs> chat. So uh... I would. Yeah, well, I don't know about the chat because I'm 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 at work, but. At eight, definitely. I'll, I'll go on at eight. All right. Well, we'll uh, well, looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, the draw tomorrow. Thanks again, Joel, for everything. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. See you. See you soon. Chickies, thanks again for hopping on and uh, looking forward to uh, getting all this uh, taken care of for tomorrow. Should be should be a good show tomorrow. I think we'll have a lot of fun. Yep. So Thank we'll you. see. And we, of course, we love to, uh, for y'all to join us tomorrow. Uh, for those of you that. Uh, uh, or watching at home, you can play along uh, and certainly uh, give us your your predictions on how things are going to go uh, as as the draw happens. Uh, it's a uh, it's it's probably the the most uh, watched non sporting sporting event in the world. So it should be a lot of fun tomorrow. Uh, glad I hope you guys will be able to join us uh, on the show again tomorrow. My name is John Jagu. This has been the Cantina Mekis podcast. So we really thank you guys for joining us. Uh, like I said, we'll have our show on tomorrow morning. It's going to be on uh, at uh, 9 a.m. Central, so 7 Pacific, 10 a.m. on the East Coast. So thanks, you guys, for, for joining us tonight. We'll see you all tomorrow. And, again, you can always listen to this in our previous editions of the Cantina Mekis uh, podcast on iTunes and on Google Play and listen to this. And, of course, you can also listen to on our YouTube channel, which is Cantina Mekis podcast on YouTube. Thank you all very much. We'll talk to you guys next week.